Say, has this been happening to your Christmas list? Every year it seems to stretch, gets longer and longer. Well, that's good. It means your list of friends is growing, too. What will you give them? I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. It is Christmas. the most Just wonderful like time of the year. Would you say Merry Christmas? I said Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. I wanted to interrupt you as you just, started. Just kidding. Right Sides Only, here at Right Sides Only, we say Merry Christmas. We do say Merry Christmas. Well, yeah. It's just how we... I mean, Happy Hanukkah and stuff too, but... Yeah, if you celebrate Hanukkah, Happy Hanukkah. Hope you had a great Hanukkah. If you celebrate Kwanzaa, hope happy you had a great... Or, or, I don't know. When is the exact date of Kwanzaa? I don't know. Because I know Hanukkah's like already been happening. Yeah. I know the... the What is it? The, what do they call the... Well, it's like a Lamora? The Lenora? Lenora? Lenora, yeah. Lenora. The yeah, Lenora, so yes. The Lenora, the candles. Yeah. I know people, I've seen that. They've, I think, when I looked last, there was two candles. Now, I think there's at least a couple. I think it's, was it, I can't remember. Isn't the Lenora, doesn't it come from the, the story of the the oil in the temple? Yes. Yeah, the oil in the temple. where They only was, had enough for one day. It lasted for eight days. Yes. Cool story. Yeah. Very cool story. There's all sorts of cool Christmas stories and like where stuff came from. So, do you ever hear some of the the, the Christmas lore behind some traditions that we do for Christmas? Please tell. So the 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 thing about gifts and stuff, it came from an old like marrying tradition, like when you would get married. Yeah. So when a woman would get married, they would have to have like money to get married. Because, like, of course, it's just how society was. That was just, like, a societal thing. Yeah. And they had to have money. And apparently there was a story that St. Nicholas, I think if I'm telling this right, I'm probably telling this completely wrong, but the actual facts of the story are the same. They didn't have enough money. There was these girls that didn't have enough money to get married. And he went and he tossed money through the window so they could get married. And the legend is that the money fell into their shoes and stockings and stuff. So that's where that comes from. And that's kind of where the thing about hanging like stockings came up from. Yeah. And then people talk about the tree and people like, well, it's a pagan thing. Not entirely. So the thing about the Christmas tree is it came from Christians in Nordic countries. The story was that there was a tree that they had set aside and it was like Thor's tree or Odin's tree. I think it was Odin's tree. Mm -hmm. Uh, Odin is like the father and then they have the sons is Loki and Thor. Those are the in the in Nordic, I think it's called the Azir. Um, but this was like a tree meant for Odin. And he was like their version of God and he was all powerful and everything. And they're like, yeah, you can't cut that tree down because it's Odin's tree. It, Odin has protected that tree. So you know what they went and did? They went and cut it down. <laughs> and they're like, what, how did you cut down his tree? And they're like, well, we have With the power the of, we no. have <laughs> the power of God on our side. True story. Yeah. The, the Nordic pagans were Christianized because they were used to having like a ton of gods and they would worship all of them. They just basically just added the Christian God or what just Yahweh as like another card in the deck of gods. Yeah. And they're like, Hey, well, since you guys have been with us and we have this God, you've won everything. That means he's the most powerful. And they're like, well, I guess you're right. True story. So Hmm. after they cut down Odin's tree, they saw, I think, I think it was a fur. It's like I think the fir is like the normal Christmas tree, yep. and it points. It's like a pointy tree, and they said, "Well, this will be the tree that represents our God because it points to heaven, and that is still the tree that is considered the Christmas tree." Is the fir? That's cool. Interesting story. 
There's if you look into stuff like that, there's so many different like makings of. So people also talk about the 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 date like December 25th. Yeah. And that is based off of a theory. Well, also it's it was the it was the winter solstice. But it was also based off of a theory that the day that Jesus was conceived and the day that Jesus were was um, killed on the cross were the same numerical date. March 25th, I think, was the day that they that Jesus was placed on the cross. And the theory went that he was also conceived on the same day. So the, the day that his life, quote-unquote, began and the day that his life, quote-unquote, ended were the same day of the yeah. year. So nine months, they th- something like that, nine months after December 25th. That's where that theory. There's so many like little things that people just do not know. <laughs> that is, it, I think it's cool. No, oh, yeah, I think it's super cool. And you look into all that fun stuff, and they're like, "Well, Jesus was probably actually born in the summer, and the right the wise men wouldn't have arrived till he was like three years old." Yeah, so they weren't. Yeah, it, just all sorts of interesting little just little notes. Little but tidbits. that is not important. What is important is that we have a Christmas episode today. We do have a Christmas episode today. A Christmas episode. We are going to be giving out several gifts of wonder and delight from, well, we're, we, we're not old, and we don't have majestic beards, but we are fat, so <laughs> we're like a third of the way to being Santa Claus, so I think that we are just as eligible to do this as anyone else. Yeah. So we have decided some some naughty and nice children from NASCAR that deserve presents, and some of them that don't. Some deserve presents, some of them don't. So why don't I'm trying to think of a funny way to like like let's open up this bag or something. There's no good joke here. Okay, well then let's so just let's open just, up the bag. Let's just jump right into it then. Let's just jump right into it. Alright, let's do it. Yeah, you start with the first one. Alright, I'll start with the first one. Kyle Bush okay. gets a big old basket of cheddar's croissants. Yeah. I mean, that is I mean, does Joe Gibbs have cheddar's croissants? They do not. I don't think so. So I think he actually ended up on top in this deal. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're like asking us, they're like, hey guys, would you rather have a race car and win 30 races and the championship or or croissants? croissants?" I would have to think long and hard about that. And the answer would probably end up being croissants. Croissants. Yeah. I think that's actually a much better deal. But Kyle Busch moving to RCR. Looks like Cheddar's, a bunch of other sponsors are staying on. And it looks like Cheddar's is the main one. That I think what they talk about upping their they talked about yep. upping right. They did talk about upping. Well, that's convenient. That I mean, I mean, hey, sponsorship that was your big reason for leaving. Now you've got it. So, I think he's going to rattle off at least a couple wins this year. We saw what the eight car was capable of last year. Yeah, I think even more. I, I mean, I think he could get it. I th- I think so too. Denny Hamlin also came from the Joe Gibbs camp and um, we are getting him a little plastic novelty championship trophy because he'll never have the real thing no right. <laughs> I don't think so I don't think he'll ever get it I'll, it's been too long I think it's gonna be it's gonna be like his white whale he's got everything but that yep he's got all the Daytonas all the Cokes <laughs> which is weird when you phrase it like that he's got southern 500s I think probably he's got the Bristol Night Race he's won basically every crown jewel he's got Tons of success, never a championship though. But somebody that got close to a championship, closer than Denny Hamlin, actually knocked him out of contention for it. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, is Ross Chastain. 
And we think that Ross Chastain is primed for a big year next year. We think that, hey, they had a great year this year, two wins, a billion and a half top fives. Probably could have won three or four more, honestly. Oh, yeah. Could have won the championship. Absolutely. So we are going to hire Ross Chastain, a full-time, hear me out, full-time cleanup crew just to pick up all the watermelon carcasses he's going to be smashing next year. It's a lot of dead watermelon. Let's do a way-too-early prediction. How many way, way-too-early prediction? How many wins we think Ross is going to get next year? How many wins for Ross? Um, Five. Ooh, I was going to go four. I was between four three and five. to five. I think is is where I think he'll be because I, I think he'll be even better than this on year. RSO points. But one, it's too early, and two, I've learned my lesson. <laughs> you took too many wagers and ended up losing for it. Yeah, that's crazy. I think that is I, crazy. I'm trying to think. It would have been within like ten points if we didn't do that wager. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty nuts. I don't know if that would have changed the outcome, but it would have been close. Yeah. Gonna look to some other presents now. Reaching into the big bag of goodies that we have. Me- metaphorically, it's a metaphorical. Big, we don't have an actual bag. We don't have an actual. We also I mean, like, don't have any of the stuff that we're claiming to get. Yeah, these I don't. People, I don't so. have a novelty tr- NASCAR championship trophy. I'm gonna be honest. I probably would just grab one of my youth league basketball trophies. Actually, they're probably worth about the same. I have. It says I have my uh, youth football. It, so that's right. Championship trophy, and yeah, I've got a couple youth football championship trophies. Give him one of those. Oh, he can have my five. I was going to give him my participation trophy. I got a 5K uh, finisher medal. <laughs> no, I got one even better. One of the years I played youth basketball, our team finished second. Oh, <laughs> nice. That's the one right there. That's the one we need to get. That's him. the one right there. It's kind of broken, but. <laughs> well, so is he. So. Ooh. All right, let's go. Next up, Chase Elliott. Oh, no. IMSA. No, no. It's, it's IMSA, you idiot. IMSA. You know how to read? We're going to give IMSA a present. Yeah. And very thoughtful gift. We're going to give them a gift card. Because we know nothing about Because we know nothing about IMSA. So they can buy what they want. To be fair, I know the IMSA people well, are actually, happy. Well, actually, what they, uh, it was just a Claire's gift card. <laughs> Claire's gift card. <laughs> they can go get their ears pierced. <laughs> to be edgy. <laughs> to be fair, I think the IMSA... Now, don't quote me on this because I'm not fully involved in IMSA. But there are some crossover fans that are in IndyCar, NASCAR circle that I'm in. Yeah. And in IMSA. And the IMSA fans seem to be pretty okay with what's happening in their sport. Just as a general rule of thumb. Yeah. Chase Elliott is going to get a present as well. He's going to be getting a new points format. Hopefully. Yay, Chase Elliott. Because uh, if NASCAR had a season-long points format, he would have won. I could actually give him a good trophy not the second place broken one that we're giving yeah we'll give we'll give him a good one but the thing is if chase elliott gets that gift that's actually a gift to all of us oh yeah brand new points format baller everyone would like that also we'd have to make some uh, honorable mentions to our um naughty list uh nrf gets coal nrf does get coal coal um for his gooberific tweets and then um as much as it pains me we're also putting ty gibbs on the naughty list Coal. He's getting coal for Christmas, but he gets like nicer coal. <laughs> but yeah, Ty Gibbs, he's like my favorite driver. So it's kind of hard putting him on the naughty list, but you know, you you be bad, you, you get coal. Play stupid it's just games, how it is. You win stupid prizes. I would say, hey, coal is actually a very useful item. <laughs> if you have a if use you have for a it. steam engine, it, well, who, who's saying I don't? Okay, 
You know I like trains. I know you don't have one, though. Well, you've, hey, you You would know. buy one if you You don't could. know what I got. <laughs> I'm at your house, You walk dude. out in the backyard, and all of a sudden, there's a steam there's engine, a... and you're like, what the heck? Where's how have I not noticed this train, before? Baby? How, did, how, did, how did I not notice this before? It's like blocking me in. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, how did I even get in here? <laughs> Like I like I went on a heist and stole the train from Dollywood and it's just sitting out in the yard. Did you get Cinderella or uh, Klondike Katie? Katie. Klondike Katie's one ninety three. Cinderella's one seventy. I'm pretty sure one ninety three or ninety two. Cin- Klondike Katie's one ninety two. Yes. Cinderella hasn't been used in forever. I'm fairly certain they've just had Klondike Katie being. They used to switch them all the time. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, you know they used to let you ride in the coal tender. Really? Yes. Right up there with the engine, with the with the conductor. I wonder um, why that was stopped. the engineers. <laughs> I'm sure it was insurance. Yeah. But like as a kid, that was like being a train kid. That was like the highlight of my life was getting to like sit in the cab where they're like actually doing all the trains. Oh, it was awesome. It was it was awesome. Well, NRF, NRF doesn't get a train. He just gets cold. Uh, he, he doesn't. <laughs> we could not afford the. Uh, Trains. I have model trains, but do they run on coal? They run on AC wall outlet. <laughs> <laughs> the world's best energy source. The best energy source is when you plug it into the wall and it works. Amen. Do you know how to test your wall outlet? Um, you grab a fork, fork, and paperclip. <laughs> <laughs> For fork. legal reasons, that was a joke. Do not try at home. <laughs> Do not sue us, please. How to test your voltage. Step one, take a fork. Step two, dip it in water. Step three, put it in. Whew, three, I think that it. might just kill you at that point. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it would. Yep, probably. Be sure not to be wearing uh, plastic shoes. Wear metal shoes. Because everyone has a pair of those sitting around. <laughs> everyone has. We all know that guy that wears metal shoes. And I have some clogging shoes you hear that have metal. Walking down the hall, it's a clunk, 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 clunk. clunk. You think that you think that like the 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 battle droids from Star Wars are invading with all the clanking going on in the hallway. <laughs> all right. So next up, next up, we're going to give IndyCar some eyeballs. That's okay. illegal. That. <laughs> <laughs> That is, whoa, 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 whoa. Local NASCAR podcasters arrested for (laughs) buying eyeballs on the black market. And sending them to IndyCar's corporate offices. (laughs) What the heck? (laughs) That's got to be a biohazard. (laughs) That would be the weirdest and stupidest way to get arrested of all time. Because you know, who's sending stuff to IndyCar's corporate office? They probably don't have that insane of security for their mail and they open the box and it's just, just human eyeballs and there's no packaging other than just the box so they're just kind of loose in there <laughs> <They're> loose <laughs> loose eyeballs in a box <laughs> good lord and the box is like this big so it's like way oversized they yeah. just got it in there for legal reasons that was a joke we're not sending them actual eyeballs we're talking metaphorically by having people watch IndyCar great oh. racing we were on different pages. <laughs> great racing, um, great tracks, great everything. They have some drivers I really like. They have some fun personalities that NASCAR desperately needs right now. Um, they have some cool guys, but nobody watches it. Nobody watches, it. and it's such it's such a pain to see the the struggle in viewership with IndyCar, except for the Indy 500, because the Indy 500 is the biggest race in America. Don't at me, but Daytona is bigger. Is 
uh, I'm talking like of importance and weight. I'm just saying. Uh, would, I, Indy 500, I think it's the biggest race in America. Okay. Most important race in America. Now, I think I'm more excited for the Indy 500 than I am the Daytona 500 for several reasons. Um, usually, I'm at the Daytona 500, so like you're just involved in it, so that feels different. But, yeah, I think the Indy 500 is the biggest race in America. It's just it's a it's a bucket list item for me. I have to go to an Indy 500. Just have to have to have to have to have to. So that'll be soon, maybe eventually. I'd like to be able to work it and cover it and then make content. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, We've talked about RSO on location before. RSO on location. Maybe that'll be a thing. Media passes. Let's go. <laughs> In the business, we call this foreshadowing. No, we we're not gonna get them. We're not gonna do that. <laughs> we're not gonna get them. It'd be worth a shot. Ain't no way they, can, they <laughs> give us media passes. Anyway, yeah, M's, uh, IndyCar, people watch it, do it, please. If you don't watch IndyCar, you need to watch IndyCar. Throwing that out there. NASCAR itself is going to be getting a nice little gift from us. Other um, than Cole. They're getting well, Cole, in too. In all honesty, this gift is almost from them. Um, it's a rebellious RTA association, like race team association. Um, so, so far you have the teams that are um, spending way more money on the cars than they meant to. Um, you've got uh, them planning events in the off season, supposedly. Maybe that's just a dry threat, but I feel like it could turn into a very real thing. Um, and they are they are very unhappy with NASCAR. And um, if they don't show up, you have nothing. So uh, good luck, NASCAR. There's your gift. Have fun. Fix problem. <laughs> Fix problem. How about you be better, NASCAR? Be better Christmas or present, die. Be better. All right, and a gift to everyone is we're uh, obliterating NASCAR Twitter. I've heard NASCAR Elon's Twitter is gone. <laughs> yeah, Elon Musk is trying his best. Also, dear NASCAR Twitter, I know everyone in NASCAR Twitter is like, man, this community is crazy. Man, we got some crazy people here in NASCAR Twitter. No, you don't. I've if you are involved in any other Twitter sphere other than NASCAR Twitter, NASCAR Twitter is the most boring vanilla Twitter of all time. There are no big content creators, like like really, really big, like on Twitter. Like people from other platforms are on Twitter. You know, Gilliam, all these guys. You have like Denny Delivers maybe and NASCAR. Nas, Nas, NASCAR the, Chasm? That guy. <laughs> I, I never pronounced yeah, his name That was a great right. job. Yeah, like, like we don't have like Twitter-specific creators. NASCAR Twitter really doesn't have any. So it is, it is kind of what it is, but NASCAR Twitter kind of weak. Because most people that watch NASCAR do not have Twitter, as they are 90 years old. And for the last gift of this Christmas season, Trackhouse, uh, they actually get nothing because they kind of have everything anyone could ever want. Yeah, we don't, I mean, what do you give somebody that has everything? Nothing. A championship. They haven't had a championship yet. I have a feeling it's going to be very soon. (laughs) They're getting dangerously close for how long they've been in here. See. So, there it is. Those are our gifts. Do we have any last-minute gifts we'd like to give outside the realm of NASCAR? Um, I would like to give you a um, chance to go back to school because you're an idiot. I'm going to give you a chance to get a knuckle sandwich as soon as this stops recording. Mm. So, uh, I appreciate that we're like seven feet away right now and that that's not really possible. <laughs> don't make moment. me walk two feet over to my right. And you'll have to get up for that. That's not likely. <laughs> anyway, guys... We do have one more thing. Oh, we do. We do. Okay, what's this? I feel other like, thing? and we th- this this kind of season of 
the year is usually kind of stuff to just let loose a little bit, not focus too much on the news. But I feel like this is big. And there's been some other people talking about it. I feel like we just need to give our thoughts on it. There's been some rumble about the um, new TV deal that is coming up for the 2024 or 2025 NASCAR season. Someone put out a, um, I think they were with the Sports Business Journal. They put out their estimate for the new deal and that it would be mostly cable with some exclusive streaming races. I think this ties into the RTA problems pretty big. Because here's the deal. If you do streaming only races, what's the viewership like for those? Probably not good. Not good. So what's sponsorship money going to look like for those races? Probably not good. Not good at all. I think there's a simple solution here. Cable and streaming. <laughs> Dude, why not both? That's what I'm saying. Why not both? It's like you're you're paying Com, Comcast, NBC, you're paying the people through Peacock. You're also paying the people through cable. So, just get it on both. I don't understand why there's this big issue of only streaming or only cable. Because here's the thing. That kind of traps you into cable deals, and that's what they're probably what they're trying to do. Is to where, like I've heard some some guys, Jet and Eric, talking about they have it to where you have to buy both cable and the streaming service to keep up with the whole season. And I, I hate that. That's it's business, but it's stupid, you know. I don't understand. I don't know. I th- I think it should just be on both. Would it not be cool to be able to go back at any moment and just watch the stream? Which I know they put it on YouTube a few days after, but for people who like aren't able to see it the moment it happens, they can see it that evening. You know, it's not unheard of. It's out there. We have the technology. We have tech. We're not cavemen anymore. We have technology that we don't use because NASCAR is allergic to doing anything remotely good. Dude, I I think this is a problem, though. I think this compounds the... The problems. The problems with teams not getting money. The the money is the biggest problem. And you're saying, if they're not happy with the offers that NASCAR is bringing up, and then... They announced that it's going to have some Peacock exclusive races. Oh, it's going to be that's going to be terrible. I think we're going to have the RTA series here in a little bit. Because why would you sponsor a race that's going to get less than a hundred thousand viewers? Well, dude, and we we were talking about we've heard from our own sources that parts are way more expensive than they are. They were advertised to be. They are new sections of the body of the car easily cause damage to very expensive parts of the car. They do. And you're not giving them any money to do it. <laughs> I don't know how they can continue to afford it. They're not going to be able to. And that's If only they had the decisions to make their own stuff. Guys, I'm so I'm seeing all these puzzle pieces fit together and I'm concerned about what this means for stock car racing. We're going to actually I have one more gift um, I don't think this is Steve Phelps. I think he's more like the corporate guy. 
but let's just say Steve O'Donnell. Um, you get a Steve O'Donnell. You get a um, fine for actions detrimental to stock car racing. Oh, hit him with the own thing. Nice. <laughs> that is your gift. Please stop now. And uh, if you want to make that check payable to um, right sides only, um, we 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 can take care of that Please. fine for you. <laughs> Please. 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 <laughs> But that's just a, a subject that I saw this kind of being talked about, and I think that's putting gasoline on the fire. I, I think there's a good chance that RTA talking about they're doing their own races in the off season. I think that was very much a dry threat, but I think it's going to start taking on water and it's going to start happening if NASCAR doesn't take control of the situation. Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna we're da- we're ooh. Getting so close to that dangerous line, where this could be an actual problem. That's what I'm and saying. The thing is, it's not one of those things that's like, oh, there's no solution. There is a solution. There's an easy solution. You know, it would be the hilarious turn of events. What? We have our SRX going on right now. Which, by the way, just announced our schedule, and we are happy to say there's one close-ish to us. Well, quote unquote close. <laughs> Three and a half hours. <laughs> it's not very close. Anyways, but who runs SRX? Who's the owner? Uh, Tony Stewart. Kind of. What if NASCAR ended up having competition and it was by a Tony Stewart-ran racing league? That would be awesome. That would be pretty hilarious. Just because how many times that Tony is like, been mad at NASCAR well, and the the theory is that they're thinking that he might sell out of Stuart Haas. Make his own make your own thing. I think he will. And it, I think he would be really good at it. If he if he can maybe it's him and Ray again. Maybe they put together a car that works at mile tracks, maybe mile and a half, and make its own series. I don't think you're going to do a uh, super speedway track because guess who owns all but one of the super speedways? NASCAR. Who? Oh, my goodness. Really? <laughs> Daytona, Talladega. Atlanta is SMI, but I think that might be something that happens. That's I just off it. the top of my head. That that seems like something that if the puzzle pieces fall right, then... It could get there. It could, I mean, it could get there, and that's, a, that's not something that we want to be talking about. No, it's not. I mean, I mean, it goes back to what me and you said. These tracks have got to be paid way less. We've yeah. got to stop paying these tracks. Yeah. Because they make their whole their whole thing about they make enough money in one day to leave the track vacant for the rest of the year. Or two yeah. days. Two days. If it's a two-day track. That cannot go. Could you imagine, like, working a job and you work two days a year and get paid like a million dollars. That'd be nice. That would be super nice. But now here's the thing. I think if we if we do take the money away, I hope that that leads to more short track action at these big tracks. The way I mean that is like you see Charlotte has their Legends track. You see um, Atlanta has had one and... I know Texas had one at some point. I don't know if they still have it or not. I haven't really looked. I haven't paid much attention. But if they pour more investment into doing some short track racing, I think that would be cool to have those big tracks that NASCAR races on 
helping with the little guys too. And I've heard that Lana may not be doing legend cars next year. Either that or it's just went to not great since the repave. I can't remember if I heard it was just bad or if they were legit talking about not doing it anymore, you know? But give us reasons to go there. This is another reason to bring more short tracks into the sport. Because then you can have a mainstay, state-of-the-art facility for your big short track events. Southeast Super Truck Championship at Martinsville. Would that not be insane? That'd be cool. I wouldn't want to drive that far. (laughs) No. But it's that kind of thought process. Have your big racing series or have your big facilities also host these short track events, you know? I don't know. It makes too much sense. The mile, and a, half, sense. The mile and a half track make, complicates it a little bit because how good a racing are you going to have on a Legends track, you yeah, know? Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. There's complications there, but you can say what you want about Mark and Smith and their group, but for them to be in the position they're in and for them to get the contracts they get, you got to admit they're not completely stupid, you know? They... They know what they're doing when they're signing contracts. They just need to put it to put it to their non-racing season or non-race weekend attractions. I would have to I would have to agree. I would have to agree. Well, all right. We've had our rumble for the week of the big news for this week. Um I think that's going to be it. I think it will be too, guys. We hope you have a Merry Christmas. Merry the Christmas. New Year. We'll see you guys. I guess it'll be next year. Will we have an episode before the New Year? Yeah, Christmas is on Sunday. We should be able to record. Christmas is on Sunday. Um. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I we'll leave. Have an epi- yeah, I, we'll I go have out of town. Next year. Yeah, I go next out of week. town Thursday, but, yeah. you know, since we record on Wednesday. I mean, uh, um, it's, uh, I didn't say that. What? Huh? We record 10 minutes before release. I mean. <laughs> yes. Today is Thursday, the 22nd-ish. Yes. That's the day that it is. Tomorrow. Today. Tomorrow, yes. But anyway. anyways, yes, yeah. we will have an episode next week. But from both of us here at Right Sides Only, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Hope you have a, hope you have a great Christmas. Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate, have a great one. Spend time with family and friends. Uh, be joyful. Be fun. Um, we will have a special episode dropping on Christmas Eve. That will be something I do. Um, so be on the lookout for that. I wasn't invited. If you have, I don't know if you have kids, whatever. That'll be that'll be kind of cool. Um, we'll see how it goes, and uh, then we'll see you next week back on the world's worst NASCAR podcast. I'm Green. I'm Turnpike. Follow us at Right Sides Only on Instagram at Right Sides Pod on Twitter. Follow me at RSO underscore Green on Twitter, and follow me at Turnpike underscore. Once again, this has been Right Sides only the podcast equivalent of a fruitcake gross (laughs) yep (laughs) boogity 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 amen